6: Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome, welcome, welcome in. Man, do we have a lot to get to, right? We got like NBA games, which feel like they're on the back burner. Um, But on the front burner, we got the NFL. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, will join us in 25 minutes. We'll ask him about the A.J. Brown trade. We'll ask him about the Kenny Pickett acquisition. We'll ask him about the Green Bay Packers not taking a wide receiver. We'll ask him about um, a lot of these different things. Um, But um, I want to start with a former MVP who wants it both ways and has no real idea why he won't get it either way. Last night, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, in, in a move in which is classic Baltimore Ravens, they had a great player who, by some people's estimation, slipped in the draft into Kyle Hamilton, right? He falls to them at 14. Meanwhile, they trade away a, another former first-round pick before he needed a second contract in a Hollywood Brown. And they get more value in return. And the response from their star quarterback, who wants a new contract, but hasn't engaged in any sort of contract discussion, was WTF. Sad eyes, sad eyes, uh, cursing emoji from Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson apparently upset that Hollywood Brown was traded. Right? Right. But, but here's the thing. L- Lamar thinking he has any say whatsoever with the Baltimore Ravens and how they operate in the front office. When it's not that he hasn't signed a long-term contract, he won't engage in long-term contract discussions is utterly ridiculous. Let's keep in mind that you go back to when Ozzie Newsom was there all the way now to the front office, which essentially acts as Ozzie Newsome acted. They have done a great job of building an elite team around him. Right. Greg Roman's is offensive coordinator. That's a style and a system that works for him. They've gone out and drafted tight ends when he needed tight ends, wide receivers when he's needed wide receivers. They have, done, they have re-signed their star left tackle to the biggest contract in the history of the sport at that position. And for his part, Lamar Jackson, who wasn't as effective last year as he had been and wasn't healthy or was the least healthy he had been, the reward they have gotten for all of the mountains they have moved To not only make Lamar Jackson successful, but make their football team successful is crickets when they call him and ask him about a contract. Meanwhile, when they make moves for the betterment of the team, which is their job, it's greeted with mad emojis, sad face emojis. Look, I, I know that many of you operate in this in this belief that in pro sports. Right? The star players either do have a say or should have a say. But I actually am going to quote the great philosopher Kevin Durant, who said, and I'm kind of quoting verbatim, yeah, that, that, that's not my job. My job is to play basketball. The front office job is to do the front office. That's disrespectful to them and to how hard they work and what they do. The Kyrie Irvings of the world, hey, we're going to make all these decisions and I'm essentially the assistant GM. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Nor should it. Nor should it. Right? It, it, it should work the way, honestly, that Durant said. It has worked in Brooklyn, which is, hey, if you know a guy, like a guy, what do you think? I'll run it by you. But that's not going to be the end-all, be-all in the decision-making process. We got to do what we believe is in the best, best idea for the team. I mean, Lamar Jackson has what uh, what is known in Yiddish as chutzpah. That's um, <clears throat> lower intestinal fortitude. Got a lot of balls to be complaining about the future of your franchise when you haven't signed up long term or even engaged in a discussion to be a member of long term of the franchise. In addition to which, in addition to which, every year I believe that he's been the starting quarterback. They've drafted in the first round a weapon for him. Go back back and look. They drafted a wide receiver last year. They also brought in Sammy Watkins. Hollywood Brown is an acquisition. Heck, they've gone out and gotten tight ends. You know, they had multiple tight ends for him. They have done everything in their power to allow him to be successful. And when they trade away a guy who's his friend, who happens to be a guy who takes the top off a defense, granted another guy who's going to want a new contract, what, what he gets and how much he gets it for, let Arizona figure that thing out. Arizona, meanwhile, is doing the opposite. They are acquiescing to the, to, the, to the desires of Kyler Murray, right? Kyler Murray's wide receiver in college is Hollywood Brown. Let's make Kyler happy. Which do you think works out the best? I don't know. The Baltimore Ravens for the last 20 years have been, actually the last 23, 24 years, have been consistently atop the most competitive division in the sport. They are built with uh, an ensemble cast, and most of the stars have been on the defensive side of the ball. And when that changed and they acquired Lamar Jackson, they put an offense and players in place where he could be most successful, and he thrived. But you know what? He won the MVP two years ago. He hasn't been as good since. He hasn't been healthy, and now he's... Complaining on social media about them trading a wide receiver who wanted a contract that far exceeded his actual level of production. Yeah, I, I don't actually think it's a strong look for Lamar Jackson. You know, too but but here's the thing. All of that affects how we treat you, how we negotiate with you and our football team. That ra- Ravens front office is known as one of the absolute best in the business. The absolute sm- smartest or one of the smartest in the business. Ozzie Newsom, who they all grew up and learned under, is in the conversations of the best leaders of a front office in the National Football League. And Eric DaCosta studied under him, right? Studied under him. So he's acting as Ozzy Wood. Just so you know, like Eric DeCosta has literally been with the organization since 1996. This is who the Ravens are. This is what they do. This is how they roll. And if Lamar was so concerned about the future of the franchise, he very well could have signed a long-term extension by now or at least engaged in contract discussions, which he has not. And oh yeah, by the way, last year, they had a... A virtual unknown as a backup come in, and he wasn't Lamar Jackson, but he wasn't that far behind. Check out the latest lines of the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, what was that, Jay Stu? Oh, we got some breaking news in baseball. Here is the great Danby. Breaking From
8: Fox Sports. Major League Baseball has suspended Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer for two years for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy. It totals 324 games for Bauer, who says he is appealing the decision by Major League Baseball. In a social media post, Bauer said that he did not violate any part of the league's domestic violence or sexual assault policy. But again, Major League Baseball giving Trevor Bauer a two year suspension. That's the most that they could give under the CBA Bauer appealing that suspension.
6: Wow. Um, okay. So what I don't know and, and buyer, I don't know if you know this either, so please don't feel in any way. What, what is the policy considering he has not been charged with a crime?
8: I, I'm not sure as well, but I think this is very much kind of like the NFL does their own investigation. Yeah. Um, so, whatever Major League Baseball probably found in their findings, um, felt that it fell under that umbrella of their league policy. That's how it usually works in the NFL. I would think that's probably how it works in Major League Baseball. Um isn't this interesting
6: on on you know like like here here's where I'm gonna defend Roger Goodell for a second, right? And everybody likes to hate on Roger Goodell. Um I'll defend him because I, I think it's appropriate. When they When they suspended uh, Ray Rice and he got a two-game suspension, that was actually the longest suspension in the history of the sport for domestic violence. Like, I don't know if, again, this this is where we got into the Doc Rivers thing a couple days ago. And again, not all of what Doc says is is totally accurate. But w- what he did was people talk about his teams, you know, collapsing up three games. To one, he, he's like, look, let me kind of give you some context here. The Magic, we were an 8C. We weren't really that good They're taking on the Pistons. He had it wrong. That wasn't the Pistons team that won the title. And then, you know, Chris Paul didn't play the first two games. Then he played hurt. That probably hurt the Clippers when they were up three games to one, whatever. The idea is... um Uh, the idea is that it's context that's provided. It's really important. We all talk with, I'm sure there will be people that will hop on the radio and go like, look at the NFL when they suspended Ray Rice for two games. What a clown show. And dude, at the time, Ray Rice being suspended for two games was the longest suspension for domestic violence in the history of the sport. I didn't say it was an appropriate suspension. Remember, that was before we saw all the video. It was something between a husband, a, a man and his fiance. They ultimately got married. Right. And people have forever crushed him. And then they came out and made it a six game suspension. And then it kind of became an indefinite suspension. This is baseball doing the opposite. And it's really smart, right? We come out, we're extra strong two years. Now, does he get time served for last year?
8: I do not have the answer to that. Okay. Uh, I will also say this, and I don't know if I, I misspoke. Um, the two-year ban the longest for any violation of the policy in mm-hmm. just looking at the policy and one that was agreed upon in 2015, there is no maximum penalty that can be given, um, but the two-year ban is the longest that we've given for or we've seen from a violation of this domestic violence or sexual assault policy.
6: All right, we got a lot to get to. Here, here's what we're gonna do. I want, I want. Let's all take a breath and, and think about this for a second, because I, I want to have a discussion on this. Adam Kaplan's gonna join us upcoming. We'll talk some AJ Brown trade, talk some Aaron Rodgers come, coming up. But I, I do think that this is, my like, this is a major, major story. You got a Cy Young Award winner. You got a team that's a favorite to win the World Series, and you have. Uh, their top free agent signing from a year ago who's essentially been suspended for the last year and now he's suspended for two years for domestic violence for a case that never went to trial who's never charged with a crime we're going to discuss that upcoming next
2: be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app
5: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast,
6: Doug Gottlieb, show Fox Sports Radio. Okay, the news of the moment is Trevor Bauer suspended for two years. Two years. Now, uh, there's a, like, let's kind of get, for for people who aren't familiar with the story, um, and and Byer and Jason... And Ramos, and I know, Jason, you and Ramos know it because you're Dodger fans, but also because we cover sports. Bayer, because you've been covering this on, you know, your own show, on my show, on everything. Um, this is what Trevor Bauer just tweeted out. In the strongest possible terms, I deny committing any violations of leagues, domestic violence and sexual assault policy. I'm appealing this action and expect to prevail. Also, we have throughout the process, as we have throughout the process, my representatives and I respect the confidentiality of the of the proceedings. Now, here's the the issue. Okay, there was a woman that he had some sort of sexual relationship with. Where. um, uh, They had more than what anyone would deem aggressive sex. And she actually ended up at one point with two black eyes because of it. Now, the reason he hasn't been charged with anything was there were text messages from her essentially saying that she wanted it rough and and there was more than one occasion. So it was like, all right, well, she didn't like it the way it was the first time. Why did she engage in conversations about it and go back a second time, right? So they're in, and, and her side is, yes, I wanted aggressive, rough, whatever, but not to that level, right? And, um, and you know, he knocked her unconscious. And so this is – we had this discussion last year where I said, look, I, I don't see any way that the Dodgers, no matter how much they owe him, allow him to go out and pitch representing the L.A. Dodgers ever again. But that was before they decided to pass on criminal charges. There are no criminal charges uh, that are prevailing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm at a loss for what the right thing is. I, I Two years is seems way, way over the top. On the other hand, who actually wants him to pitch for their team, considering not what he's accused of, but even what he's admitted to in how it is perceived on main street it's a hard one um all right so what uh what do you think there buyer let me start with you ultimately what do you think happens
8: i believe that he'll have to serve the entire uh suspension and i don't think that he will play in major league baseball again i don't know if that changes from conversations that we've had previously and where i stood but now in hearing all of this that's what i think happens okay. uh jason stewart
7: uh just to add a little bit more here I, I sent a quick text to a friend of mine who reports um on major league baseball and i just said like what grounds does major league baseball have here given that there was not um that it didn't go to trial and whatnot and he added this he said multiple allegations of sexual assault including a protective order obtained by an ohio woman in 2020 its details reported um, in the washington post so i don't know if this is a culmination uh suspension or if this is uh directly related to this past uh case as a fan um i think i've told you this a couple times as soon as he admitted to any of this wrongdoing i knew he would never pitch for the dodgers again um and i think major league baseball just like a lot of corporations nowadays i think they're going to kind of probably overreact as opposed to not react enough and probably led to this
6: the la dodgers released this statement moments ago today we were informed that major league baseball has concluded its investigation into the allegations ...that have been made against Trevor Bauer. The commissioner has issued his decision regarding discipline. The Dodgers organization takes all allegations of this nature very, very seriously... ...and does not condone or excuse any acts of domestic violence or sexual assault. We've cooperated fully with MLB's investigation since it began... ...and we fully support Major League Baseball's uh, joint, uh, 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 joint domestic violence, sexual assault and child abuse policy... And the commissioner's enforcement of the policy, we understand that Trevor has the right to the appeal of the commissioner's decision. Therefore, we will not comment until the process is complete. Anybody want to venture a feeling as to what that what all that means? I mean, I'm with you, Byer. I don't think there's any way he pitches for the. I haven't. I don't think there's any way he pitches for the Dodgers ever again. The yeah. question is, does he pitch in Major League Baseball
8: ever again? The and this suspension will go into the 2024 season. So at this point, two years from now is when he would be about eligible to return. So it takes all of this season out and obviously next season. And then you would have that decision in 2024. Yeah. Does not get any time served for the administrative leave that he was placed on, uh, since the summer of last year, when I believe that that's when he first went on 99 games was the official number. I believe John Heyman of Major League Baseball and others have had that. It's, you know, to to what Jason was saying, it's, it's not only that. I also think that in an NFL sort of way, it'll be interesting to see if this affects Deshaun Watson. To have a, you know, to have a significant ban like this for Major League Baseball if you only suspend him like the eight games that I think a lot of us think that he is getting, you know, is that sufficient? Is that not sufficient? I think that the NFL could be uh, a bit in the uh, the focus now, depending on how they deal with uh, Watson's penalty. Ramos, what do you think?
6: I agree with all
2: of you. I think you're right when you said that he'd never pitch. What team's going to have him pitch for them um, with any of this stuff, with him admitting certain things, even though he wasn't found guilty in a court of law? I agree with Dan. I agree with with um, with Jason. I think his tenure in baseball has been finished.
6: I guess the question is, should it be? Right? Like, look, I've never laid a hand. It's not, and I don't deserve some sort of reward, right? But never laid a hands on, on a woman, and you know. On the other hand, I do understand that there are, there definitely is, um that type of, or there's aggressive types of sexual behavior that have never been my, my thing, but it is, is other people's thing. And I guess just the question is like, does he lose his career because, because of this when not only was, was, did she say that's what she wanted and didn't actually complain after, but then actually they got together multiple times like that. That's the part where you're like, I don't, I don't understand.
2: I have a quick question. Would it be kind of like, well, no, it's not. I was going to say, Go ahead, you can it, ask would it question. be kind of like. No, Dishon- no, listen,
6: re- and remember, and, and I hope people are listening. Like, look, we're just talking here. okay? <laughs> and so if you're offended by it, like I, none of us, none of us want any violence towards any human being, let alone a woman, especially sexual violence. But th- this is, this is legit. Something that happened. Uh, there, there are court records out there for public some public records out there of of uh, of what he's accused of what she said what he said and there are text messages and many that actually most all support him so anyway i just i want to make sure like we can't get scared of saying the wrong thing when we're just having a conversation here
8: i i was gonna just and john i don't know if you wanted to say something but um actually we We'll we'll talk about it later. We, we've got some uh, some other stuff to, okay. to get to.
6: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's uh, we'll bring we'll come back to baseball momentarily. Let's get to the NFL as day two of the NFL draft is upon us. Adam Kaplan joins us, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Most surprising thing that happened last night was what?
9: Oh, by far the AJ Brown trade. I mean that was stunning. Uh, I know what happened and why it happened, but still I can't believe the Titans would trade. You're one of their best players, and talking to a Team Source today, I know they're they're hurting a little bit. It's um, as you know, teams are not in the business of trading their best players, but they cannot come to contract terms. And General Manager John Robinson felt they could never get there. It's just uh, you don't see things like this very much. It's you know they decided they were not going to wait till training camp when the thing you know that's that's a real deadline, and they used the draft's deadline and they they went up moving to Philly. Um,
6: uh, okay, so how does it work in Philly when you have a quarterback? That uh, runs it more than runs it as much or more than he throws it. Like, I, I guess AJ Brown, you're going to get this big check, but it, it, <laughs> the volume of catches just won't be there.
9: Well, it's going to change. It's Funny you brought that up. So the, my understanding is, look, Week Six last year against the Raiders, and here I'm in Las Vegas by the way for the draft. So it was in Week Six last year here. Uh, they made it. They made a decision that they were going to take the air out of the football. No, they got blown out. They ran the ball really well, and, and by the way, Jalen Hurts was a part of it. Decision with Hurts as a thrower was not going to happen. You and I talked about this last season, as a matter of fact. Uh, now, they're gonna come out throwing even if they didn't get AJ Brown, they're not gonna run as much. They don't want to be a running team. They had to do it to help the, the quarterback out. He was not he was not ready to throw the ball a lot. So this year, they're gonna come out and throw the football more. Now, what's gonna make him any more accurate? I don't know about that. Uh the two the quarterback and the receiver are very close friends, by the way. But and they're working together lately. Bottom line is uh the very big hole. Wide receiver, and they they feel like they've now solved it.
6: Uh, okay, let's let's. Uh, uh, Hollywood Brown is is traded. There's a guy who's going to want a new yeah. contract. He has not been as successful as AJ Brown has been. He's a first round draft pick, and Lamar Jackson seems a little miffed about it. My, my take was like, hey, look, Lamar, um, the Ravens seem to know what they're doing. I don't think Hollywood Brown was as good as I'm sure he perceives himself to be, or as useful in their offense. And oh yeah, by the way, like if you really cared about the long-term sustainability of your team, how about coming to the table with a contract discussion?
9: Yeah, a he, he, couple things here. You know, I'd heard a week ago that things were not good between both sides. I didn't know that, but I heard they were shopping them. And look, this guy was a first-round pick who could flat out fly one of the faster receivers in the National Football League, but he's a little bit smaller. Uh, he, he's not obviously as accomplished as A.J. Brown, and... Uh the, the the Ravens love Rashad Bateman who was the first runner last year out of University yeah. of Minnesota. He, he's he's gonna be heavily involved in their offense and they you can't pay everybody and uh they knew long term it probably was not gonna work out. And, and and you know, it's funny, you talked about the Eagles and running the football. Well, no one is a bigger commitment to run the football other than maybe Seattle than Baltimore and they both both those teams, it starts with a run, it ends with a run, and you know you don't need to pay every wide receiver. And they made it; they made a clear organizational decision. He would not be part of the future.
6: All right. What about what about Arizona? Obviously, he fits with Kyler Murray. They're they're boys, yeah. and he knows the system because that's the one he played out in Oklahoma. But is he getting a new deal upon the trade?
9: Well, they have the fifth year option, which has to be rollover um, by May second. So we'll get that done first then they'll see if they could get a deal done. Um, the the A.J. Brown situation was different. It, it, it's different in that, remember, A.J. Brown did not have a fifth-year option, where uh, A.J. Brown does. And that one, by the way, that that, that fifth-year option is pretty it's significant money. It's well into the double digits. So they may not want to keep it at that number, and, and they, they have plenty of time. This this is not something that has to get done now, and it's not like they gave up a ton to get them. You obviously saw what the Eagles gave up a first and a third, which is completely different. Uh, Then um, the Cardinals gave up. And, look, the Cardinals also, by the way, Doug, they needed to do something at receiver. They knew that at back. He's on a one-year deal near the end of his his brilliant career. And you saw with DeAndre Hopkins, uh, uh, Murray's numbers and passer rating dropped significantly once uh, they got problems with their lineup with injury and obviously with, with DeAndre Hopkins, so they had to do something.
6: Adam Kaplan joins us, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider. Um, what do you think about what the Packers did?
9: Well, it's what they didn't do. They didn't draft a the receiver there. I, I, I'll admit, I didn't see that. Now, the kid, Walker, is really talented. I thought he might go mid-second. Okay, fine. He went late first. He's really good. Now, they have to do something at receiver. You hate to be in that position where you have to do something. Now, I'll say this. It's okay that they didn't get a receiver in round one because it's still loaded. There are, there are easily six to eight starters left out there that could go in rounds two and three. So they'll be okay there. Uh, Sky Moore, who I absolutely love, who out of Western Michigan, should go somewhere late, mid to late second round. Uh, the, the Guys like that. There, there are a lot of good receivers out there. It's, you don't have to panic if you're a Packers fan. Listen to Doug and I here. But I, I get the disappointment that they didn't direct the receiver there.
6: Yeah, but I'm 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 guessing that over the next couple of days, we'll see, we'll, we'll see a number of guys go there, right? Wide receivers?
9: Well, they need to. It's funny. It's funny you said that. If we had our druthers here, need two receivers. they need to come out of the stretch with two receivers who can play right away. They, they can't even line up right now. They, they just don't have enough guys in the lineup on the outside.
6: Adam Kaplan's our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, they draft Kenny Pickett. They signed Mitch Trubisky.
9: So is Mason Rudolph available? <laughs> yeah, but no I he's the kind of guy, he's only a backup and some teams only see him as a third. It's not a question if he's available, it's will he even make the team here? We'll we'll see. They they have to make a decision whether they're gonna keep three quarterbacks. You know, they didn't know they'd be getting Pickett. It's just the board worked out for them. They got the best quarterback of this draft. Now I will also tell you, there are, there are teams I talked who do not have a first round grade on Kenny Pickett. Yep. It's just that's the way it is. But um, I expect him to wind up taking the job at some point this season from Trubisky. I don't know it'd be Week One. And you know this is a it's a good opportunity for Trubisky. You and I have talked about him. He he's he's a guy that he needed another chance and he's going to get one. They like him a lot. I mean it's not like they don't, but they also want to know who the future quarterback is going to be.
6: Adam Capins, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What do you make of the Rams laughing at the Patriots pick? <laughs> you know, it's funny, Cole Strange
9: <laughs> I had an offensive line coach who I'm pretty close with who's one of the better in the league one of one of the better guys in the league at his at his position coaching. He said to me, he goes, Listen, I, he, he petitioned his his GM to draft them and they pick this team picks, you know, somewhere this late second round or something. Uh, he said, listen, I think we ought to take him here if we, if, if he's there, and obviously he would, was not, but even this coach said he just couldn't believe it that he went late first. Tennessee Chattanooga, Doug, I grew up you know, watching college basketball. They were decent at one point in college basketball. They're really not known for college football. Uh, but Cole Strange, here's the thing about him, could play both tackle spots, could play two guard spots. He's really versatile, but one thing for those people who, who study the draft, uh, Bill Belichick does not have a grading system that's by by round, they don't grade it like that, and that's why a guy like Cole Strange went as high as he went.
3: Yeah,
6: no, I mean, I I don't know if it was was it? I, I mean, I guess it's their immediate organic reaction. It did, I it, it felt like it landed a little harsh for me, not not to the kid, but more to like really, you're going to laugh at what Bill Belichick? I doing? know,
9: I know, McVeigh. I agree with you. He um, probably should right, have done that. Adam, we appreciate you yeah, joining us yeah, so much.
6: Yeah. We'll talk to you very very soon. Yeah. Keep up the great work. You got it. Thanks Adam Kaplan you. joining us. Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your ca- has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June. On up to $1,500 purchases, with purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. I'll tell you where I think Baker Mayfield ends up. Next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon
0: Pacific.
1: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we get you ready for a game. We... Just hand over the reins to Dan Byer.
7: Game time!
6: This is game time.
8: It's game time.
6: On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Game time is brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium, zero-turn lawnmowers to run their businesses. And for us weekend Joes, Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a deal near you. That's HustlerTurf.com.
8: Dan, what do you got? Doug, the game today is... Psychic. And for those that are just joining us, the breaking news within the past 30 minutes or so, Trevor Bauer suspended two years by Major League Baseball. The Dodgers pitchers suspension, 324 games. He is appealing that suspension for violating the league's domestic violence policy. So we start with that question, Doug. We did address it earlier, but those that may just be tuning in, psychic. Will Trevor Bauer pitch in Major League Baseball again? No. Not going to happen.
6: No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, like, he admitted to punching a woman in the face. More than once. I don't don't know how you come back from that one.
8: Psychic. Moving on from that to the NFL draft and other matters. Will Baker Mayfield be traded by the Browns tonight? Rounds 2 and 3 getting underway at 7 o'clock Eastern time.
6: Um... No. No, he will not be traded tonight.
8: All right. What about uh, Debo Samuel, Psychic? Do you see him being traded tonight by the 49ers?
6: No. No, he will not be traded tonight by the 49ers.
8: All right, Uh, Psychic, how about this one in regards to Debo Samuel? Will Debo Samuel or DK Metcalf get more than A.J. Brown got from the Philadelphia Eagles? Four years, $100 million, $57 million guaranteed. Do you see those wide receivers getting more than the deal that Brown got from Philly?
6: I do not see that happening. Um, uh, Terry McLaurin's not going to get – he's not as physically dominant as A.J. Brown is. Debo Samuel would, but he's been banged up and nicked up. I, I I, think that Debo either gets a deal done for less money and, you know, there will be some creative accounting with it that will make it maybe look – or he doesn't get a deal done and he plays this year as a – As a pending free agent.
8: All right, Psychic, moving on to the NBA. I hate even putting this out into the universe, but it has been a topic of conversation, not only last year's postseason, but also in the first round of the conference playoffs that we've had. Psychic, will another NBA superstar get injured in this postseason? Uh, Injured at all? Yes, it'll be. Of course. So there could be a significant injury. A team's going to miss a key player of the final eight, even though there are nine still alive. Yes. Okay. I don't
6: think there's any question there's a key player that will get injured. Now, not not season-ending necessarily, but there will be an injury.
8: Yeah, and it's going to play a part. And there are certain players that sometimes you're just wondering if they are... You know, they're injury-prone. We'll just put it that way. There have been players dinged up. Obviously, Devin Booker returned for the Suns last night. Luka was able to come back in their series with the Jazz. They'll move on. Joel Embiid dealing with his own injury. But, yeah, just uh, the conference, by the way, uh, tonight, Timberwolves and Grizzlies. No conference semifinal series tomorrow. Action in the NBA will then resume on Sunday. So a bit of a breather tomorrow. All right, Psychic, will Zion get a long-term extension from the Pelicans? Yes. Yes he will.
6: And I know that he hasn't played a bunch of games and I know that, you know, nobody knows if he's all in on the Pelicans. I think he'll get a long term because when he has played, he's been fantastic. He just hasn't played a lot. I mean I mean what, now would I? I? I wouldn't. Of course not. But I also the reality of the sport is you give, you gotta in order to play ball, you gotta give a guy the most money. You just do.
8: Grizzlies and Timberwolves, as I mentioned tonight, in the Game 6, Warriors waiting the winner of that series. But we do know the three other series. Top seed Phoenix will face the fourth-seeded Mavericks in the West. Also in the East, the top-seeded Heat face the fourth-seeded Sixers, and the second-seeded Celtics face the third-seeded Bucks. Psychic, will a lower-seeded team defeat a higher-seeded team in the conference semifinals in the NBA playoffs? Yes. Ah. Yes, that will happen. Do you... uh, Go on a share, yeah, like where you're leaning: Sixers, Mavs, Bucks, or uh, maybe Warriors if they have the Grizzlies. Um,
6: yes. Okay, so the the Bucks are actually the lower seed. Yes, and um, the Philly taking on Miami, right? Is Miami's the higher seed? Correct. Dallas taking on Phoenix. Phoenix is the higher seed. Yep. Okay. Um, to answer your question, no, I, I don't want to ask. I, I don't want to okay. give away that information. Well, well ben uh, Rivers pays me specifically <laughs> as a psychic to inform them yes. before I inform you. All right. And I have not yet informed them.
8: All right. Finally, psychic. Will we see more Isaiah Wong situations in college basketball?
6: Yes. Yes. It's a great topic. It's really interesting for people who don't know, Isaiah Wong star player from Miami and, uh, uh, apparently he has some deal to make four hundred grand. Nigel Pack comes in. Nigel Pack was the best player for Kansas State. Bruce Weber uh, was fired, so I mean I, he was going to be a, probably a free agent sort of anyway. Uh, reportedly he's getting more money than Nigel Pack. Nigel Pack went to uh, the w- through his agent said I want more money, and the guy who fits the puts the bill for Life Wallet, a billionaire, was like, "You're under contract." If you don't like it, find a different school. And he has, like, three days to decide if he's going to put himself in the portal. And but if good. he puts himself in the portal, he ain't, get, he ain't going back to Miami. Yeah, we're going to see this happen a lot.
9: That's
8: game, huh? Game time. This
6: is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. How do you think it plays out? I'd like I, I, There's lots of different stories of this stuff. <laughs> I know. It, by the way, I recorded a pod with uh, Bill Self about an hour and a half this morning. We talked name, image, and likeness. We actually talked about the, the Wong thing. It was really, really, and his perspective is very interesting. So I don't know, like, look, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If you want this to change, there's a couple things. One, you can't get name, image, and likeness until you've played at a school for a year. Two, when you transfer, you got to sit out for a year and you can't transfer in league. That's it. You do those things, and I, I think that that changes dramatically some of this this movement. No one's saying you can't transfer. No one's saying you can't keep your eligibility. No one's saying you can't get name, image, and likeness. But th- those are some prereqs. Aaron Rodgers had some interesting things to say about the Packers draft last night. I'll share with you next in the Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
1: I'm
3: Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast.
1: Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, first at First Listen. listen. This season...